0: Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name's Lorcan Doherty, and today we're talking about La Patum. Catalans are known for their level-headedness, their hard-work ethic, their seigne or good-sense reasonableness. But I think whoever came up with all of that has never been to La Patum. Fire-breathing dragons, dancing giants, music, drums, fireworks. For five days every year, thousands of people pack into the narrow streets of Berga for a party like no other. And this year, Filling the Sink went along. Not me, but Gifrey Jordan and Jair the de Folk.
1: Hello. Hi, Lorcan. Lucky us, not you. N-
0: lucky you were recording this the morning after the night before. You both survived your first taste of La Patum?
2: Yeah, exactly. Surprisingly, we survived only like
1: few hours of sleep. I guess
0: you didn't sleep. stay to the end then.
1: <sighs> no, to be honest, it ended at 5 a.m., we've been told. <laughs> uh, we just had it home at around 1 a.m. or so. Well, you had a podcast to record. Of course. You know? So it was basically your fault that <laughs> we didn't stay longer.
0: Uh, I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us then, what is La Patum de Berga? First, am I pronouncing it right?
1: Uh, approximately, i us say.
0: I'll take that. What is it then? Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible celebration, I have to say. It's very unique, like no other in Catalonia, as you said. Basically, it's a five-day celebration in Berga, a town in northern Catalonia, very close to the Pyrenees, in central Catalonia. And basically, what's done there is loads of parades with music and the traditional Catalan characters in all festas majors, this local celebrations. Although, La Patum is not a festa major. Uh, but you can see this typical characters, such as giants, such as demons, such as dragons, um, a spitting lot of, fire. A lot of fire, isn't there? Fire, <laughs> fire. music, and people. It, that's <laughs> yeah, the that we saw there. But, but I think, to be honest, La Patum is special compared to the rest, because because it mainly takes place in its San Pedro Square, uh, where the town hall and the church is located. And the atmosphere there, it's so narrow. It's so small, this square. And everyone is so enthusiastic there. It's incredible, I think. Yeah, it's complicated to remind
2: yourself that you are working there. Because <laughs> you go out in the middle of the square just to record some interviews and suddenly you're in the middle of this square yeah. jumping and <laughs> and
0: chanting
1: the song. You're I kind of just swept away yeah. in
0: the whole thing,
1: no? It, it's all and folk music, folk songs, but I mean... You wouldn't believe that 20-year-old people are so enthusiastic about, like, 1800s song, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's insane, insane. Uh,
0: and I, I suppose, that, so you went along on the Wednesday night. It's happening at the minute, just as we're recording this podcast. And I guess the atmosphere, Gerard, was especially it, kind of... It uh, was
2: buzzing. It was buzzing because it was the first La for the first time in three years because of COVID. Obviously, this time, uh, it was also uh, the first COVID-restriction-free Lapatoum festivities. I, I, and I
0: mean, it's it's kind of the most COVID-unfriendly thing oh. you can imagine. <laughs> like, like, really unfriendly. To people,
2: be people pushing, sweating, <laughs> dancing, like, really
1: narrow space. There no room. But, but I mean, Lapatoum has been going on for 600 years. So mm-hmm. who on earth or what disease on earth can stop that? <laughs> <You know what laughs> I mean, uh, it stopped for two years, obviously, but this year... To be honest, no one was wearing face masks. No one was thinking about COVID. There was no social distancing at all. No, I can imagine.
2: And it was the second time La Patum was halt in its history because it was also halt during the Civil War in 1936,
0: 1939. And the first written reference to La Patum goes all the way back to 1454. And, you know, historians believe that it's probably at least 100 years older. So that's... Over 600 years of like history and heritage?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the origins are related to Corpus Christi, this celebration uh, happening almost two months after Easter. And it's still linked to Corpus Christi, so it depends on the week uh, that uh, Christians celebrate Corpus Christi. That week, uh, La Patum will take place. In its beginning, Lapatum was part of the procession's being held during Corpus Christi, but while most of the celebrations were honoring religious uh, authorities, let's say, there was another kind of celebrations within the whole Corpus Christi to honor civil authorities, let's say the rulers of the town non-religious people the
0: nobility you know no. the nobility
1: and that was more fun <laughs> than okay. religion let's say
0: and that's kind of the part that has survived to this day and has been recognized by UNESCO as intangible cultural heritage of humanity I mean that sounds grand. That yeah, sounds
2: and they recognize it because they say La Patum of Berga preserves, and I'm quoting, "its mix of profane and religious features through centuries." But it also stands out from the region's other festivals that have come down from the Middle Ages, owing to its richness and diversity. That's what UNESCO said when recognizing La Patum.
1: Basically, La Patum is unique because the celebrations uh, honoring uh, civil authorities during Middle Ages. Were banned actually by the charge because they they thought they were they were going out of control. Um, a local historian told us Albert Rumbo there. You know, they banned them all, uh, especially after the Council of Trent in the mid 16th century. But for some reason, the one in Birga uh, <laughs> was. <laughs> managed not to
0: escape the authorities just, to, you know, it in kind, kind of rural path. Catalonia, yeah, yeah. surrounded so, by hills. So and this and is the
1: main <laughs> thing, you know, to understand why UNESCO uh, recognized La Patum. Okay, well, we're going to hear uh,
0: what it's like to visit Patum. Tell us a few things we should listen out for here.
1: Well, definitely the drum. I mean, the drum, which is called tabal, with uh, this beat that marks the beginning of this celebration, and that gives the name to the actual celebration, the patum.
0: Patum, patum. It comes <laughs> from the drum. Amazing. Of course, of course. <laughs>
1: yeah. Other stuff. Well, uh, tabal is just one of the eleven groups forming this um, this festivity. Uh, others include Gita grossa, which is like one of the other emblematic groups. And basically, it's a dragon that spits fire and firecrackers out of its mouth.
2: And what you will hear for sure is <laughs> Patumidas. Those Patumidas? Are, yeah, it's the people that celebrate La Patumas, they call themselves. Okay, we'll hear a lot of
0: them. Well, let's go to Bergenoy. I think I can hear the tabal calling us. Patum. Patum, Patum.
1: So is telling me that the tabal is a very big drum that announces the beginning of La Patum, and El Tabal was the only musical element that featured in La Patum in the old days, not now anymore, but it is the main element with which some of the uh, groups still dance.
2: <laughs> El tabal en si, so I asked Chavi,
1: well... I guess, okay, Altabal has been going on as a group for 400 years, but I guess the actual drum is not that old. And he's like smiling and saying, no, yes, it is as old. So the last time it was refurbished was in 1726, so at least it's 300 years old.
2: So
1: Xavi says that he's been a uh, Tabali, like member of this tabal group for the whole of his life since he was a kid, and he says that all households have links with Lapatum. Tabal and Lapatum will survive the 21st century, won't kill uh, this group and this celebration because no matter how much technologies are being used now, the streets will be the streets and this people's celebration will, will go on.
2: So this is just people here in this Plaza San Pedro Square, in the city center of Verga.
1: Wow, and what we've just witnessed, it's Im- incredible. The-, the square is crowded, thousands and thousands of people raising their arms with music, dancing with music, and some dragons. Yeah, like the dragons
2: throwing fireworks from their mouths and people like sh- chanting, screaming. And in fact, look, now we another dragon is going to like start blowing up fire from it. Be careful, Gerard. Ah, uh, shut up, friend.
1: So Albert says that uh, while well, La Patum has been going on for 600 years, so it's got medieval roots, uh, it has been evolving through centuries, through, through generations, and of course it's not the same now than 200 years ago when music was not the protagonist like now, but it's still uh, recognizable as a medieval celebration that has arrived to our days.
2: Cristina, la de la Patum drag mula entre
1: Both Christina's are telling me that Gita Grossa is one of the main groups in La Patum. Basically, it is a mixture between a dragon, a mule, a giraffe. They install some firecrackers uh, below its head and they try to Set fire to the square and to everyone.
2: No.
1: They don't rehearse. Uh, they say that it's pretty straightforward to to use this dragon. And they say, you know, th- this is like a big family. They, they they know each other since they were kids. Their parents used to used to collaborate with Gita uh, Guita Grossa and there's a great atmosphere uh, within this group and with the other groups too. I was about to finish the interview, but they were pointing out, hey, uh, aren't you going to ask uh, about the anniversary? Oh, yeah, I was forgetting that Gita Grossa turns 400 this year. Actually, it was last year, but it wasn't uh, celebrated because of COVID. The group is 400 years old. What about the figure, the actual dragon? And they were, yeah, yeah, uh, like Tabal. Uh, the Guita Grossa figure, this character is 400 years old, so uh, 1700 piece.
2: So we are literally next to a two well, meter. Well, would say 3.5, 3.5, huh? 4 meter. To all girl so, yeah, yeah, yeah dancing giant queen let's say we are accompanied by like thousands of people
1: but I don't know
2: nothing look we have ¿En some
1: English yeah, the English, English? Um, a little a little bit well, a little bit well, what do you think about la patum ah uh, la patum is the best uh, party of the world
0: Són unos dias que desconectas de la teva <sussurra> vida cotidiana and I un it's a moment to es
1: un Well, we've just spoken to several people, everyone saying the same. Patum is just a feeling, it's just something they grew up with. And everyone says that this is uh, a celebration to just go crazy, go mad, disconnect from the everyday issues.
2: It's past midnight, all these people are still chanting playing music
1: and they will be for two more three hours but i think we have to call it again, call it again. Yeah, uh, i
2: would even prefer to stay to be fair like i'm having so much fun
1: yeah but tomorrow we have to record the podcast and you I know, know lorcan will tell us all. so should we go then mm. oh i'll have a thing
0: well you would have stayed all night if you could but unfortunately I had to come back and uh, in here to record this i'm sorry to put you out
1: Yeah, it was annoying, you know, we're having fun I was having a lot of fun You're having a
0: lot of fun? Well, it sounded like it It sounded like it Well, I just want to thank, before we go on We heard from Cristina Urea, Cristina Farras They were the two people from the Guita Grossa We heard from Chavi Pratt, who has been banging that drum for years And historian, who also happens to be a giant in the parade uh, Albert Rumbo And in the background, lots of what were they called, Gerard? Patumayras. Patumayras. Lots of patumayras. Uh, there was a lot of singing going on, and I believe one of the chants was aimed at you. Oh, yeah. Wow. Even
2: <laughs> very clearly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It was the and
0: welcome, Pichepins. Pines, which, okay, that's come up and filling the sink before. Pines, literally pine pissers, Like, and it means... Pine pich- tree pissers. Yes. Yeah. 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 People from the city who go to the country and yeah. ruin everything. Yeah. yeah. That's,
2: that's their idea. And they just forget to go to the bathroom before going out for a walk. So they have to Dude. be wherever they find. And I mean, Gerard,
1: you were wearing a perfect long sleeved white shirt. Very like, nicely dressed. Very nicely dressed. Yeah. And people were like, <laughs> Yeah, you it know, was quite obvious. I was not yeah. from Belga. It were like, was quite Who's this For Barcelona
0: reasons. guy here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I mean, a few other things that struck me listening to that. I mean, the main thing is just that feeling that a few people mentioned of just like the release. Like letting go, letting loose—it's just such. It, it it got me thinking about how long this has been going on for. And if you just imagine farmers toiling in the fields, or factory workers, and now today, you know, if we're doing our office jobs, and then you've just got five days where it's like, okay, you can, you know, you can, you can do dance, whatever, you can yeah. drink. Every,
1: everyone was uh, telling us this. You know, it's it's a mix of keeping the tradition alive. They are like enthusiastic about it uniting the town uniting generations you know uh, both cristina's Guita grossas they were saying Okay, our parents used to be under the dragon, also driving this this dragon, let's say, or leading this dragon, and it it's the moment of the year, let's say, it's the, yeah. the best moment of the year for everyone there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about the history as well is like, well, we had a few anniversaries there. A group selling four hundred years. The drum was apparently repaired in seventeen twenty six, but you know, it begs the question: like, How if, bad if you, was it if repaired? If you replace the skin and then you replace that? I mean, is it still the same drum at the end? But <laughs> yeah. anyway, it's a philosophical question for another day. <laughs> and another thing I read was that the Nan's Nose, uh, which are the new drawers, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. they're from 1890, so they're the new ones. <laughs> the, the <laughs> new ones. <laughs> Imagine how are the old ones. Yeah, you know? yeah
1: I mean, again, so Tabal, uh, Guita Grossa, and others turned 400 this year, yeah. because the first document they found uh dates back to 1621, so I mean... 1890s, just yeah. like very young you know yeah,
0: yeah. Um, we've got loads of videos from it as well on Catalan News Twitter and I really recommend watching them because I actually watched one without the sound on, and it just looked like a full on rave. People were jumping <laughs> up and down. So, if you, if you yeah. didn't have the original sound, it's like, that's like a rave going on.
2: Even with the original sound, <laughs> it could feel
1: like a rave. <laughs>
0: um, we're in the middle of Lapatum as we record this. So, you went on the first day, the Wednesday, and every day is a bit different, isn't
1: it? Yeah, basically, uh, Wednesday and Saturday, Lapatum is parading, and it's just Three out of the eleven groups parading, so we witnessed a full celebration there. But it was just just a just part a of it, let's action, say. Yeah. So they are parading uh, across the whole town. But the big, big, big days are Thursday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. What happens there? Everything happens at Sampedes Square. You know this main square where and the it's... rave took place. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. Yes. That's in one. And it's the eleven groups jumping, dancing, and playing music all together. And the most iconic thing of La Patum is, like, at the same time, they lit up uh, loads of, uh, you know, firecrackers. I think it's, like, 1,000 at the same time or something like that. The smoke that all that produces... It's like a uh, concern for, for authorities there and all the, the fact that it's super cramped. But yes. that is the emblematic image of La Patum. The square lit up by thousands of party And
0: the fire, I mean, I just have to say, like, because I haven't been to Patum, but I've been to a few festas Majors in Barcelona and the fire is actually quite scary. Like, like, the, the, actually, they're just like whizzing over your head. And you're like, I was afraid to get too close. Like, I would not want to be in that square. Well,
2: what they were wearing, they were wearing red and green hats to protect themselves from the fire. So yeah, it was quite a
1: nice image as well from the rave. So it's all about going inside the fire, being a little bit protected but also taking this risk. you yeah. know, It's part of the celebration, this being brave. You part know? of the
0: thrill of it, isn't it? Yeah. But there is a day for children as well. We didn't mention that. Yes,
1: on Friday, actually. Uh, it's like all the groups for children, but with fire too. I mean, don't expect uh, children going, uh, finishing this patum without fire. Well, if
0: they're from Berga, there has to be fire, no matter what age you are. Of course. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people there. Obviously, overcrowding is a risk. There is... A lot of alcohol being consumed as well, I'm guessing from, so, you know, the people that you we were chatting to, <laughs> some of them that we heard in the background sounded very animated. Yeah, we didn't record
2: the interviews at the beginning of the night, as you can see. Some people <laughs> had been partying for some hours already.
0: I mean, but it's a serious problem as well, or something that the authorities kind of have to deal with.
2: Yeah, in fact, this year they are giving out up to 20,000 bottles of water for free for people to be able to drink some water during the night, as well as being much comfortable considering the high temperatures we are living now.
0: And they also have this uh, thing, Gerard, that's called a Puntlila.
2: Yeah, it's a purple point you could literally translate it to, but also name as safe spots, so people can report any
0: incidents or assaults they had during the night or during the festivities. And this is especially aimed at uh, if women suffer any sexual assault or anything like that, then they've got this kind of safe spot to report it to
2: and during the night that we attended obviously there was this safe spot but authorities said that there were no major incidents during the night so quite a good festivities start from the festivities again
0: hopefully that continues throughout the week i'm just looking at other information and safety recommendations for a good patum obviously the authorities recommend appropriate clothing especially to protect yourself from the firecrackers If necessary, safety glasses. Did you see anyone in safety glasses? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) No. But uh, on Thursday,
1: it might be needed. On Thursday and Sunday, maybe not on Wednesday. The first night's a bit
0: milder. Yeah. Um, I love some of the, the rules here. Quite interesting. I mean, it's a standing still in the middle of the square can put the fire demons dance at risk for everyone's safety. Don't do it. A Saltepléns, plans is like a, a jump. When, yeah, when they are all jumping. They all jump together. It's nothing like any other fire dance you may have seen in other places. I mean, I haven't seen that many fire dances.
1: <laughs> I mean, <It's> a, yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. spent your childhood in Catalonia, you've you seen seen of of make yeah. sure
2: not to stand still if you go there, because I tried to do that mistake while recording a couple of videos, and I was pushed around saying... Keep walking down <laughs> fit, Turn around Keep walking down and I was like Okay Okay so, so, so,
0: okay. If you don't keep to the rules They'll let you know The locals will be on to you Straight away And the, this one as To dance in the square You must move In an anti-clockwise direction I guess you have no choice Really If everyone else is going one way And you try to go the
1: other That's <laughs> what yeah, happened to you actually yes. I guess so I, I guess with it that I, I don't know
0: Now anymore And the last safety point Always respect the demons And their assistants <laughs> I mean I love it <laughs> time now for our Catalan phrase What is it Gerard?
2: Well this time is related to parties Cada día no es festa mayor
0: oh, So every day is not a big party
2: yeah, exactly, <laughs> like um, local parties we have here in Catalonia. So it's telling you that enjoy the Festa Major while it lasts because oh. it's not an everyday event. Oh, that's
0: a nice thing. So make the most of it because, yeah, Caradien no es Festa Major.
2: Yeah, like a little bit like carpe diem.
0: Yeah, seize the day. That's us for today. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, it's always great to hear from our listeners. The email is filling the sink at acn.cat.
1: Thanks very much, Guy Frey and Gerard. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure, you know. Yeah. if you send us to mm, partying, <laughs> that's a pleasure.
0: <laughs> and a very special thank you to the people of Berga for throwing such a great party. We're back again next Saturday with a brand new episode of Filling the Sink. Until then, for me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News. Bye for now, Adieu.